Hey guys, welcome back to the show and thank you so much for tuning in. Today we are going to be talking about how some left-wing rioters might finally be facing some consequences for their actions, then why the whole debacle between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard might apparently be due to sexism, as many things are nowadays. Before we get into it though, I do want to ask that if you're enjoying this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe no matter what platform you are watching or listening to this on. It's really appreciated and it goes a long way toward helping us out. But to jump right into things, as I'm sure we're all aware of by now, for the past, I think, almost two months now, there have been riots going on across the United States and actually internationally, too, places like Canada and the United Kingdom that were kicked off after the death of George Floyd and that have just generally been happening in support of the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Well, this weekend was an especially disruptive one with violent riots happening in several American cities. We have this article from Breitbart News to give us a little more info on what exactly went down. Riots took place in Democrat-run cities across the United States on Saturday as Black Lives Matter and Antifa activists took to the streets in solidarity with the demonstrators in Portland who have confronted federal law enforcement nightly. In Denver, Colorado, rioters attacked a local courthouse and a driver drove through a crowd in Aurora injuring several people. One demonstrator fired a weapon at the driver, according to police, and hit another demonstrator. The rioters also set several fires. Then in Oakland, California, California, demonstrations also turned violent as rioters attacked police, smashed windows at federal buildings and a bank, and fired fireworks at law enforcement. Marchers held signs such as End Fascist USA and Abolish the Police. Then in Portland, Oregon, violent demonstrations continued at the Mark O. Hatfield U.S. Courthouse as rioters set fires and provoked clashes with federal law enforcement who fired tear gas and left the courthouse itself in pursuit of rioters to disperse the crowd. All right. Anyone at this point, anybody who says that these protests are just peaceful or that Antifa as an organization is not violent, they are either ignorant or lying, right? There have been too many fires, too many beatings, in fact, too many deaths at this point to even remotely claim that. And I just want to, you know, bring back a memory that happened not too long ago when there were anti-lockdown protesters that were going outside and essentially being told that they were extremists and grandma killers for daring to break quarantine measures during COVID. Apparently, COVID is cured by Black Lives Matter because we're, we're not even talking about that anymore in regard to these protests, but there are still business owners who are being fined or even shut down for not apply or not complying with things like mask rules. It's, it's ridiculous, but I think we're at a point now Finally, where people, both law enforcement officers and civilians, are just getting fed up of these rioters. These are people who, you know what, at one point, I was optimistic that we could have had a a discussion, a conversation about uh, police brutality, appropriate use of force, and police reforms, right? That time has come and gone because the people who are out now uh, participating in these riots, setting these fires, doing this damage to federal buildings or even private property, they don't want a conversation. They just want to smash, loot, and destroy, right? I mean, we are about 100 days out from elections where they could actually use their votes and do something constructive to enact change, but I I don't think that's what these people want. These people just want to smash. They want a violent revolution instead of actually putting in the hard work to make significant political change. These people are bullies. Um, We have this video which has gone viral of this young white woman, and I I only mention that because it's always these, like, these liberal Antifa types 
they're always white, right? They're a pasty bunch who's claiming to represent people of color, but there's not a lot of people of color who are among them. So we this video here is what happens when this young woman thought it would be okay and that there would be no consequences to getting in the face of law enforcement officers who are trying to disperse a crowd. It's got over 1.5 million views at the time that I'm filming this, and I, I think it's pretty funny personally. So for those of you who are listening on an audio-only platform, and just a reminder, we are on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. What that video showed was a young white woman getting in the face of a bunch of police officers asking, or what, or what will you do when, when they tell her to move away? They showed her right? And she begins to start screaming. These people are basically what happens when children don't face any consequences growing up. Like, she asks, or what? They're police officers. Like, well, what do you think is going to happen? Or what? Well, they showed her. They definitely showed her. And I hope this is some sort of lesson to her that actions have consequences. You can't just do whatever you want. I know these probably privileged liberal elitists like to think that, but no, that's not how the real world works. And actually continuing on about that, there was apparently a protest in Washington, D.C., specifically in Georgetown, where protesters were trying to block traffic. And this is becoming an increasingly common theme with these protests, the attempt to disrupt as many people's lives as possible by making them unable to get where they're going in their vehicles. Well, here's a Twitter thread that I don't think ended up going the way the poster intended. I think she was trying to rally up support for her cause. Public opinion ended up being very different though. So this person, Julia Clark, I think by the looks of it, said, let me speak on what happened in Georgetown tonight. Tonight, Concerned for DC led a siren slash noise pollution protest where we blocked off streets in Georgetown. The police presence was heavy. As we blocked off streets, we demanded that people turn around. This was a minor inconvenience for this affluent white neighborhood. All right. If you are a protester, like, you know, that's fine, uh, protest all you want, that's your First Amendment right, I, I, I support you being able to do that. But you don't have the right to demand that other people, your fellow citizens, do anything, especially when it comes to, I mean, trying to control where they can or cannot go. You don't have the right to demand that they turn around their cars. It's just, it's such a strange amount of privilege and entitlement these people have that they think they get to dictate what happens in other people's evenings just because they want to protest about something. It's really unbelievable. Um, and she also mentions, of course, this was an affluent white neighborhood as if that that makes these people's time any less valuable, as if that makes these people any less worthy of consideration, which I'm sure in her mind, it does. Then she wrote, as we blocked streets, certain drivers got annoyed and attempted to maneuver their way around us. This particular white woman tried to cut through a gas station. Me and a couple other protesters stood in front of the car and demanded she turn around. Instead, she steps on the gas. And there is, to my delight, a video included with this post. <laughs> So 
for just for clarity so we're all clear on what happened in that video you could see someone a woman on the hood of this woman's car this driver's car as she's trying to drive away and they do not let her leave right they're freaking out what are you doing what are you doing as she steps on the gas of her car well it's like clearly she's trying to leave you are the idiots in the middle of the street that are preventing her from doing that they're actually on her car and it's kind of like there have actually been cases now where protesters have been killed in the streets been run over accidentally uh by all accounts that wasn't intentional but it's like play stupid games win stupid prizes right i mean if you're trying to go up against the car don't be surprised when you end up losing that game you don't have a right to to block this woman and frankly i'm just so done with these protests i i know when it oh gosh i think it was Occupy, it wasn't Occupy Wall Street, but at some point for one of these stupid protests where, again, protesters were going out in the streets, I think there were actually some cities or states that made it illegal to block the highway and said or told cars that they wouldn't be held responsible if they accidentally hit someone. Because what do you think is going to happen when you're out playing in traffic? So obviously that woman who posted this got ratioed. I think she thought she was going to get support, but no. No, you, you are the bad guy in the situation. It's just so unbelievable that you can't even realize it. She then said in the video above, she had already attempted to run us over multiple times and I had moved from the top of the car to the side and was banging on her window, screaming at her to stop. Throughout this whole thing, the cops are doing nothing. She's not trying to run you over. She is trying to get home. You are the jerks who are initiating this whole confrontation being on top of her car. It's like, if you don't want to maybe get hit a little bit by a car, don't try to use your bodies to block cars. And the cops are absolutely in the right in this position for, you know, not harassing this poor driver who probably just wants to get home. And I just, I love how indignant this woman is. She can't believe, like, what? You're not catering to me completely? Like, rerouting your whole evening just because I want to be here and make a fuss? It's like, no, because the world doesn't revolve around you. You're, you're just a crazy protester. And at this point, no one cares what you have to say. Uh, our final thing that I want to point out in regard to all of these writers is actually... It's, it's a sad story. This is unfortunate, but I think, you know, the way things have been going, it is predictable. At this point, there's actually been a man who was shot during one of these riots after he pointed a gun at someone in the car who had his own gun and actually fired back and shot him. So we have this article from the Post Millennial. It writes, a Black Lives Matter protest in the streets of downtown Austin turned violent when Garrett Foster, who was armed with an AK-47, was killed amid an armed standoff with the driver who shot and killed him while being confronted by protesters. While the case remains under investigation, the driver who fired the fatal volley that killed Foster turned himself in and is cooperating with the police. In an update on Sunday, Austin Police Chief Brian Manley said reports indicated Foster was carrying a rifle when he approached the suspect's vehicle. The APD told KVUE that the suspect then shot out of the car at Foster. Manley said that driver who shot Foster called 911 to report that someone had pointed pointed a gun at his vehicle and that he fired at the person pointing the gun. Chief Manley says the driver shot first, which he says came after Foster pointed his gun at the driver. Just to sum things up, there was a BLM protester who was carrying an AK-47, pointed it, from from the reports we can tell, pointed it at the driver of a car. The driver of the car then shot and ultimately killed the protester who was pointing a gun at him. Now, 
Anything that results in loss of life is sad and is regrettable. I'm not saying otherwise. But I also want to shed some light on exactly what this protester's attitude was, what Foster's attitude was the night of the protest when he was going around pointing a gun at vehicles. We have this video uh, that's been posted by Ian Miles Chong. You feel like you need to use it? Nah, I think the, uh, I mean, if I use it against the cops, I'm dead. And I think all the people that hate us and, you know, want to say too big of uh, to stop and actually do anything about it. So that is a really sad irony there. He was thinking that he could just point a gun at these drivers and no one would do anything about it. Well, he met someone who was going to do something about it. I support Second Amendment rights. If you've seen this show, you will know that. But brandishing a weapon, i.e. threatening someone with it, which pointing a gun at them is, that is illegal, right? That is an act of aggression. And frankly, I mean, I hate to say it, if I were the person that was in this vehicle, there have been people killed at this point in these riots. If someone I don't know tries to stop my vehicle and points a gun at me, I am going to take that as an act of aggression. Like, what else are you supposed to say to that? Uh, so this is very unfortunate that it ended up with someone someone being killed though but again play stupid games win stupid prizes there are consequences to your actions you, you can't just larp as a revolutionary and assume that nothing is going to happen right because other people have rights other people have guns you're you're not the the star of the show anymore uh finally people are taking a stand i i wish it hadn't happened like this but don't point guns at people is, is the ultimate message i would say from this there, uh, there has been a GoFundMe that has been launched for this man who has killed his fiance. I'm glad his fiance is being taken care of, but also I think it's very strange that the left-wing media is holding this person up as some sort of hero. Because, I mean, again, if we remember those anti-lockdown protests, historically the left-wing media has not been too fond of people, A, just plain open carrying, having guns. And, I mean, I can't imagine what they would be saying if there was actually a right-wing protester who was pointing guns at people. I mean, they were freaking out at the uh, St. Louis, Missouri couple for, for doing, or, you know, for, for holding their weapons up when they actually had people who had trespassed on their private property, right? So trying to defend your own private property from trespassers, that makes you violent and extremist, but going around and pointing your weapon at random people in cars, that makes you a, I don't know, a hero for Black Lives Matter seems to be some inconsistencies here. All right, but next up, we have the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard fiasco. So we've done several segments on this whole situation before, and essentially what has happened here, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard went through a bitter divorce. Amber Heard alleged that Johnny Depp had abused her during their marriage, and now it's it's come out. Apparently, Amber Heard there's photographic evidence and I think actually uh, like voice recordings. She was being abusive toward Depp and now Depp is suing not only her but also The Sun, which is a British tabloid, for defamation for smearing his character. Well, the, uh, the case between Depp and the tabloid is ongoing right now. They're hearing the case in London. So Depp and Amber Heard have both been testifying. And this, this has kind of been all over the news. Essentially, it's a lot of people see it as this reckoning between the hashtag me to believe all women supporters and people who think that, you know, you should be innocent until proven guilty. And just because someone says something against you, especially with dubious evidence or no evidence at all, it shouldn't actually destroy your reputation. Well, according to this one uh, writer for The Guardian, this is all 
really being spurred on by misogyny, right? I mean, like, like most things in 2020, sexism is at the root of this whole scandal. The author writes, two weeks into the Johnny Depp libel hearing, a subset of supporters arrived with a giant mobile Fathers for Justice advert reading over a picture of the actor and his ex-wife Amber Heard, ditch the witch, that these US celebrities are long divorced and had no children together, and that the case concerns the accuracy of a newspaper report in The Sun made it, in the eyes of Fathers for Justice, the perfect moment to express their disapproval of forthcoming reforms to UK divorce law. If Amber was, as they believe, mean to Johnny, then divorce should not get easier. Or something. All right, so here we have a very bad faith interpretation, or maybe just genuine misunderstanding of what these people are actually protesting. So it is a common theme in Western countries now that when it comes to divorce courts, men, I mean, it's true, they really have they're at a disadvantage when compared to women, right? Um, women, if they allege something like infidelity or abuse, it's it's quite easy for them to get things like uh, spousal support or even child custody. And a lot of men now are starting to protest, not even just men, but a lot of people in general are starting to protest that this genuine inequality in the law. And when it comes to the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case, no, they didn't have children. Yes, the divorce has always been settled, but just the fact that so much of our media and our culture rallied around Amber Heard when she was smearing Depp without even hearing what he had to say. A lot of people do think that is representative of the attitude our court system has to, you know, relationships between men and women. So I think this is relevant. I understand why people are paying attention to it. It's very disingenuous uh, for this writer to paint things that way. But she writes, although the Depp divorce connection probably escapes virtually everyone outside the embittered Batman suit wearing community, real nice, their confusion is understandable. If the men saw a perfect woman persecuting opportunity, it was probably because Depp's libel case had already, courtesy of the high court, developed into a little festival of misogyny. Although his lawyers would presumably want to take all the credit for the way the actor's concern for his good name has been repurposed as a demolition of his ex-wife's reputation, they must have depended on the judge, Mr. Justice Nickel, to agree that protracted focus on her conduct was justified in a case relating to Depp's alleged violence, which he denies, towards her. Did her tell the truth about Depp? Hang on, first of all, the court needs to know who defecated in the marital bed, about Heard's friends and lovers, how much she drank, what she did if he wasn't affectionate, whether she or her sister threw up at Coachella, and whether she was, as has been suggested, herself a violent person. So this author takes issue with the fact that in Johnny Depp suing the son, for some reason, Amber Heard's credibility is being called into question, which clearly is because of sexism. Again, I don't know if this... This person just doesn't know how the law works or if she's being willfully dishonest here. But what happened with the son is they referred to Johnny Depp as a wife beater. The reason why they did that is because of Amber Heard. She wrote an op-ed, I think it was in the Washington Post, saying that she was the victim of domestic abuse. She didn't mention Johnny Depp by name, but I mean, it was obvious her, her last relationship. She also released pictures of herself, which some people are now saying uh, had been doctored or the result of makeup. So the way that defamation and libel works is that it's not defamation if what you're saying is true, right? So 
obviously in this defamation case, it is relevant what happened exactly between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. So no, it's not sexism, misogyny, just hating women that is causing Heard's credibility to be called into question. It is the fact that she herself caused this whole situation with her, her leaked photos, quote unquote, and her op-ed, right? Johnny Depp is not, he didn't start any of this. I do appreciate now that he's finishing it though. And uh, yeah, Johnny Depp supporters aren't the only thing that is sexist, according to the media. The The whole case against Amber Heard really is a symbol of sexism itself. Uh, we have this report from People that just came out yesterday. It says, Johnny Depp's alleged physical and emotional abuse inflicted on ex-wife Amber Heard came from a misogynistic place the London High Court has heard. So now we actually have Heard's lawyers, not just some random Guardian journalist, saying that sexism is the problem here. In closing arguments, Was said, according to The Guardian, that evidence brought forth in the case showed that a deep misogyny lay at the root of Mr. Depp's anger and the anger he felt against Miss Heard, which translated into violence when he felt threatened by her. Was claimed that Depp manufactured a misogynistic persona of Heard as the stereotype of a nagging woman, accusing her of being a cheater and gold digger. Depp previously testified that he felt Heard targeted him with an agenda to boost her finances and career by marrying him everything bad that ever happens to women is sexist look I don't know Amber Heard personally and I, I suppose you know what the only people who really know exactly what happened between Depp and Heard are Depp and Heard but from everything I've heard from uh you know the the media outlets reporting on the case uh friends of Heard and anything like that, she seems like an unstable person, frankly. So I, I don't know if these people realize that perhaps maybe there's just the slightest chance that, no, it's not sexism. Maybe she is just crazy, I'll say it, and abusive. And I think trying to paint this as just, no, no, it's, it's not this interpersonal thing between two people. It's just systemic sexism. That doesn't, that doesn't help victims, like genuine victims of domestic abuse, be they, be they male or female. I mean, you're trying to latch your very unconvincing case onto these broader social issues that people do care about in the hopes that you gain some favor. But I'm hoping that the judge in this case sees through it because because I know at this point, public support for Amber Heard is basically at zero. And, you know, the, the only people I think who still support her are probably feminists who will support anything she does because she's A, claiming something bad about a man and B, doing it under the guise of sexism, which, you know, they love. Uh, that's pretty much all I have to say for now, though. And as always, I would love to hear what you all think about these stories. Do you think that the riots that are happening in the US and worldwide are going to get better? Or, or, are these consequences these leftists are facing just a, a representation of an escalation in the conflict? And I mean, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, who's going to win that case? Depp or the son? Let me know. But that's it for now. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time.